Hello, welcome to episode 38. This episode's going to dive once again into stuff that's more related to my job, but I'm pretty sure I will do it in a way that should be approachable, even if you're not like a PM or an engineer. So there's this concept in the tech world, but particularly in the startup world, of an MVP. Now, that doesn't mean most valuable player. In this case, it means minimum viable product. An MVP is whatever product takes the least amount of work to build while allowing you to test demand. By this, I mean you can put this product, this MVP, out into the market, and if people buy it or express an interest in buying it, then it indicates that you're on the right track. MVPs are great because <clears throat> if you build a full product to test demand, you'll waste a lot of time and money just to find out that you were wrong. Because most of the time when you're building products, you're wrong. MVPs just let you find out that you're wrong much faster and then iterate on that wrong answer to find the right answer. The thing about an MVP is that it describes the function of the product, but not really the, the product itself. An MVP doesn't have to even look like a product. It can be a service. It could be an email you send out asking somebody if they might want a product. The point is, it's just something you can do to test demand for your product. And for this reason, consulting is actually a really great MVP. Um, consulting is a great way to figure out if there's demand for some kind of product because if somebody wants you to consult for them to solve a problem, it's likely that they'll buy a product that will do the same thing. And as you're consulting, you can figure out what are the hard parts of solving the problem that you eventually want to build a product for. So in that way, consulting is a great MVP. For instance, when I first started building products to help people, help people learn how to code, I started out by, well, teaching people to code myself. I was essentially consulting with people to help them learn how to code before building a product that did the same thing. Recently, I've realized, though, that even better than consulting as an MVP is teaching. Consulting is basically where you teach one person to do something, or maybe it's often where you solve one person's problems, sometimes by teaching them and sometimes by just doing things for them. But teaching is where you have a lot of people solve a problem and you're not allowed to do anything for them. And in that way, teaching's a lot more like a product. If I wanted to make a product that could say, help you organize your schedule, a great place to start would be teaching people how to organize their schedule. If I can't teach you myself how to organize your schedule, then it's probably not the case that I can build a product that will do the same thing. And so in this way, teaching is just like a better version of consulting when it comes to building MVP. You can get paid while testing out product ideas, but by teaching, you're guaranteeing that you're not solving problems for people. You're still essentially giving them a product, in this case, the product is your course, that will help them solve their problems. And that's much more like a real product that you want to sell. In the past, 
it's been kind of hard to build courses because most people wanted to take most subjects in person. If you wanted to build a product that would help people learn how to write, you probably would struggle to compete against all the in-person writing classes that existed. But thanks to COVID, now there's a lot of people who are looking to take online classes and there's a lot of tools that are developing very quickly to help you launch online classes. So I think it, today it's perhaps as easy or easier to launch a course as it is to find a client for consulting. And in this way, now I think launching a course as an MVP is a really viable, well, a viable MVP, a viable minimum viable product. Um, so that's what I've been think thinking about recently. How can I turn more about, or rather more of my consulting work into teaching work and in doing so, take steps towards building real products that could replace me as a consultant.